Welcome back, y'all. This is episode 39 of Bitches Love Brunch, and I am your co-host, Courtney. And this is Kiana. And as always, we are excited to be back for another episode, another week. Um, Hope you guys have been enjoying your Black History Month. Uh, and have been continuing to celebrate it. And also, shout out to everybody that has or that participated in our little, our fun little poll there on classic black movies. I had such a good time with that. Um, that was a lot of fun. And y'all had me dying in the DMs. We got so many messages like, oh, this one is too hard. It's not fair. I can't choose. But it was a good time. It was a lot of fun. You know, the other day I thought of, I was like, you know what we should do? Or we should do classic black theme songs. And I thought about doing, um, and I started to text you this, uh, soundtracks, <laughs> movie soundtracks. Oh my God. Yeah. We may have to make that happen, y'all. Yes. Cause it ain't that many, um, theme songs. Yeah. That are that good. I mean, some of our theme songs are recognizable, of course, but that would be that would be dope. Soundtracks are life. We could do a combo, throw in a whole music category for the people. Yeah, that would be a lot of fun. So, oh my gosh, I'm just thinking right now. Mm-hmm. Um, well, before we jump into the recap, Kiana, how you doing? Yeah, I'm sleepy. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm tired. My body's tired. But I'm good for the most part. All in all, I'm good. I'm good. How you doing? Awesome. I'm good too. Uh, tired and already ready for the weekend. So yes, I'm so excited for this. It's gonna be a regular, regular weekend. I ain't doing nothing. Well, my weekends be like that, so <laughs> <laughs> I look forward to that every time. Um. All right. Well, we kind of did a recap, but um, because we told y'all what the poll was about. And but that's essentially what episode thirty eight was about. We just talked about some of our favorite um, black black, black good ass times and just <laughs> loved on it. And um, we kind of kept it simple for Black History Month this year. So hopefully y'all enjoyed episode thirty eight. I am going to give it to Kiana to uh, share the good news and share our quote for the week. Okay, y'all, so the quote goes as such. If someone is able to show me that what I think or do is not right, I will happily change. For I seek the truth by which no one has ever truly harmed. No, sorry, by which no one was ever truly harmed. That's right. It is the person who continues in his self-girl. Dep- oh, this is all messed up. And partially is because I don't got my glasses on, so my screen is just like super close to my face, but then it's making it blurry. I'm gonna start over. Okay, sounds so good. If, <laughs> if someone is able to show me what I think or do not, or do, I kind of, I'm about to throw in the towel. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to throw. No, no. I'm about to keep throw going, the phone and get someone Okay. <clears throat> Here we go. If someone is able to show me that what I think, or do is not right, I will happily change, for I seek the truth by which no one was ever truly harmed. It is the person who continues in his self-deception, ignorance who is harmed, by Marcus A. <laughs> and I just want to try to know she gave y'all those initials, because we can't pronounce she, his last name. Don't be saying we, I can't see that quote. <laughs> I asked you, I, I spelled the last name for you. She's going to try to spell it for me, I girl. did. Mm-mm. Marcus A. Okay. Look him awesome that quote. struggle was so real. Dooch, edit that out. Thank you. <laughs> no, please don't. <laughs> oh, you better believe. I'm about to text him right now. Hey, Dooch, I was on the episode acting like Floyd Mayweather. Not the Gucci Floyd Mayweather, but the illiterate Floyd oh Mayweather. Do you remember I told you about that? Did you ever go listen to him read? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I did. That's a laugh deep down in yourself. But yeah, um, I'm going to let you introduce the first topic while I text Dooch real quick. Oh my gosh, come on. That's what makes the show fun. You Dude's ain't, dumb. first off, it makes it fun because it wasn't you. 
I have many a slip ups. Okay? No, no, not live on the show, and we didn't restart it. You know what I'm saying? Ups. Like, I have. Did you hear how long I'm it took me sure, to get that? That took five times. <laughs> I'm pretty sure two episodes ago, I said foots on necks. I meant to bring that up. You put. There's, you said what? Foots on necks instead of feet. feet. Yes. <laughs> so and that's in there, like. No, Courtney, you, you didn't have just to let it ride. The thing is, you wasn't like foot, 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 feet, foot, foot. You know what I'm saying? Like that. No, I literally stumbled over words for seven minutes. And now that we've had this conversation, it has to go on the episode because people are going to know, want to know what we're talking about. Now I'm irritated. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so we are going to start out um, with a banger of a topic. It's a hot topic right now. Um, You're not drinking? <laughs> We're not oh, drinking. Keep shoot. going. Okay. We're not drinking. Yeah, we're not <laughs> drinking anyway. So we're not passing the mimosa this week because we're not drinking. Um, but yes, I'm going to go ahead and kick off this topic because I'm sure by the time that this episode drops, it will still be a hot topic. Um, and I just wanted to throw this out there because I'll be honest. I was one of those people. I may be... Uh, one that is, you know, this might be rare opinion, but um, I was one of those people, and it, it pains me to say this, um, that had a little bit of doubt with uh, Jesse Smollett when his story came out about um, his attack. I'll be honest, my first reaction was like, oh my goodness, because I just kept seeing all of these posts about um, Jesse. All I saw were these pictures of him, like, praying for you this should have never happened so on and so forth um and then as I but I hadn't like seen anything in the news I just started it these posters started flooding in on my social media um and as I started to just kind of look into a little bit more I was trying to find out the story and I was just like and I hate to be this person um I was like some some just don't seem right something doesn't add up but that's your truth. These are the accounts of his stories. So I'm like, all right, you know, this whatever happened, this shouldn't have happened. Nobody should be attacked for their race, um, for their sexuality, any of that. Well, fast forward to today. Uh, Jesse has now uh, been on Good Morning America. He did an interview with uh, Robin Roberts. And now it is coming out that he possibly staged this whole thing. And so I just kind of wanted to see, Kiana, where your thoughts have been at with this whole ordeal. Um, and then I'll ask my my additional question that we kind of talked about before recording. Um, but I just wanted to see, get your thoughts on the whole ordeal as when it first came out and now as it stands that... Um, he potentially lied and staged all of this um well when it first came out when I first started I was on the other end of the spectrum where I was just like oh my god how can this happen to not how can this happen because everybody knows how um it was just like yet again you know here we go mm -hmm. gotta stand up for somebody else and without even a second thought and I still stand behind this. You know, I posted about Jesse Smollett and said that I was praying for him and that he is love. I have so many, not even just so many people who belong to the LGBTQ community, but the first thing that aligns with myself personally is that you're black and I understand mm -hmm. that struggle. And then for two, to not be a part of that community, but to be such a strong supporter of that community and to love people um, from the bottom of my soul from that community it was something that I felt right within doing it's something I still stand proudly in doing even for Jesse whether it was um whether it was premeditated by him or not because I just think that's what's right to do especially in our community and during these times those type of accusations are serious to us because it does happen on a day-to-day -day, minute by minute basis to black people and to um especially black gay men um mm -hmm. and especially trans people so that yeah. it's an epidemic that's going on and that's something that I do take very seriously um 
But now, not but, but, no, but, but. Here mm. we go again, girl. This speech, I might be real sleepy. So now that the stories have come out that this allegedly could have been staged by Jesse Smollett, um... I'm gonna let you know I don't feel I'm not upset with him at all I feel like um because if if it was staged I feel like there's still enough brokenness in there for me to empathize with for you to actually go through this and understand like why why would you use such a why would you use a situation like this to bring any type of attention to yourself um at the at the expense of other people who really are going through things and are experiencing hate crimes on such a high rate in this country. Um, but for me, I really just want to watch it all unfold. I really don't have like a strong opinion about it. I've heard many people talk about what's going on with him. I think that um, while I'm not upset with him, I think that it is a serious infraction if he did <laughs> lie about this but I, i'm not upset with him at all because i think that there's something deeper that's going on with them within him if he were to do something like that gotcha so i i too am waiting for all of this to play out um i want to see where this will land um, before I make my complete judgment. Um, I will say that my initial reaction wasn't so like when it came out that he potentially um, staged this, all of that. My initial reaction wasn't, I knew it. it was, that wasn't the case at all. My initial reaction was just like, damn, like I did not, I really didn't want that to be the case. Um, but it's just like another another piece of the puzzle is just is like, well, who who has the truth then? Is it the police that we're believing? Because if that's the case, right, we're and that's Sandra what I was Bland about to get, That's what I was about to get to is that, and that's why I haven't made full judgment on it yet or full opinion on it yet because we're talking about the Chicago po- police. This is this is the same police department that, um. Not essentially, that lied about the shooting. I believe his name is uh, Laquan McDonald. Mm. Um, so we can't, we can't just take their word for what it is. Um, I do believe that we can recognize, if that is your opinion, that there, there, that there may be some gaps in the stories across the board. And I mean between Jesse and the police. Like, there are clearly some gaps somewhere. But that is their job to figure it out. Um but the other thing I kind of wanted to get to was this idea because now people have been up in arms just in one reaction from one end of the spectrum to the next. Like, you know, I'm not believing the police. I'm not believing what's going on right now. He was attacked. Da, 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 and that and those are those things are OK. And then. I just feel like black people are always trying to find a lesser of two evils. Like, we are always stuck between wrong and wronger. And it's always like, oh, do we believe the police or do we believe Hollywood? You know, because they, they both are two, two sources that are unreliable right now. Right. And what I've also found is that we like to, and when I say we, I mean people in general, we like to twist and play the stories as it benefits us when we want them to. And so I say that because some people are like, well, what did did I hear somebody say today? Was it, uh, it might've been on the Ricky Smiley morning show. Um, Dag it. It just left my mind when I, when I, when it comes back to me, I'll let y'all know, but there's just so many ends of the spectrum. And so what I will say, like my opinion on something was that there is this potential that if he did stages, I'm not saying that he did, if he did stage this, it's not a good look. It's not a good look at all. Um, and I guess people have been saying like this, this will set us back so on and so forth. And, um, I was just sharing with Kiana before the show, like, Amanda Seals. <laughs> Good old We got to follow Seals. some more people. We do. But, <laughs> but you know what? So everybody else seems like they are, they do a really good job at like. Being chill. Being so, yeah, just not being so extra all the time. But of course, I'm watching Amanda Seals and she was like, you're kidding me. If you think that this is going, this set us back. 
um, that this is going to set our community, black people, back, you know, a hundred years or whatever. Like, she was just so definitive about it. And she was like, this is what sets us back. You know, us not showing up to the polls. Um, police brutality. Like, those things are what sets us back. And as she is absolutely correct in that, it just baffles me how, like, she can be so, like, one-sided on some things where I'm just like, this could be a situation because the moment that somebody cries wolf, um, and it, if it were to come out that he did stage this, do you know how many people, like, we already in a struggle of people believing people, not even, like, people believing women, and they will come up with any excuse. And you can't tell me that they won't use this media corporate America, the man won't use this prime example to be like, well, remember when Jesse Smollett called, called, uh, cried wolf? Like, people will use whatever they can. And I'm like, it's not just these one things that will set us back. I don't think that Jesse Smollett himself will just turn everybody else racist, like, and send us back, because everybody been racist. <laughs> everybody been racist. But I do believe that right. this is I going, think that it's going to be another excuse. I think, and that's unfortunate. Shout out to the read. I think words mean things. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> I don't think that this will set us back. I do think that it gives ignorance ammunition. Um, Absolutely. A setback is, you know, it's policies. I think that that's like. <laughs> not receiving reparations i think a setback for the black community is you know um unfair housing loans i think that those are like real setbacks you know what i'm saying like sets you back hundreds of years in terms of the way that we can progress and what we're what we're moving what we're moving forward to accomplish in a way i think that this only just fuels ignorance i feel like this will only just be another talking point for ignorant white people to try to stand on like um you know homegirl on twitter 25. i won't even use her name i won't give her the energy oh, white yeah, girl that yeah. game been blashing um, um but <laughs> to say it's a real setback i think that's gonna be i think it's gonna be hard to set us back even further than like like slavery is a setback you know what i'm saying like that those are real real setbacks i do think that is more things that we have to overcome but it's nothing that we aren't already combating. You know what I'm saying? They're already saying that LeBron got to shut up and shoot and saying derogatory things about us um, and paint us in different lights than what we're already perceived in. I don't think it will honestly... It can't harm any more of the minds that are already messed up. You know what I'm saying? Like I feel like the people who know better automatically know better and know that just because somebody allegedly staged this, that doesn't mean all black people will. Right, but to your point, or gay I, people, I I agree that it it will fuel the ignorant, the ignorant, <laughs> the ignorant people. I do believe that it will fuel that, um, especially for the people who. Did you hear um, me at all? Yeah. Oh, my phone went out. I didn't hear you. I'm sorry. No, you're good. Um, especially for the people who, and I I think just like uh, 45 becoming president. That's that a gave, setback. That's a setback, but that also fueled the ignorant ammunition because people came out like the woodwork, okay, and said, oh, if if this man is saying it, I can too. If this man is doing it, I can too. But Jesse don't got that much power behind his voice. Like, ain't nobody he, really checking for Jesse Smollett like that. He doesn't. He, I don't think, I don't think that he did. I'll say that. I don't think that he did, but the masses or not the masses, sorry, but the people that do have power, especially that vocal power, they will use it as an example. They will continue to use it as ammunition and now, and now his situation will have more power. And the unfortunate thing about it too is, is that even when, which I hope, Okay, I, I say that wrong. Scratched that. <laughs> Even if, because it's, it's such a hard place to be in. It's such a hard place to be in because I don't want to say, I hope that it is true because that's, that's, that is not what we want either. Like, nobody should be attacked. 
um, even if it comes out that this that this actually happened, people are still going to try to use it as an example because now people have the ammunition to start to believe that it was fake. And it's like you don't you don't need and that's to me that's the disappointing part. Again, I don't think that it is a setback either. It can't be. <laughs> like it just can't it does not have that much power. But that is the disappointing part because of him being such an advocate. Um for for black lives, black voices, um, the LGBTQ plus, like that is going to be a disappointment for somebody who does stand for so much. We didn't we didn't need those falsehoods. We didn't need of those course. Falsehoods. I think I think it is going to be a disappointment, but I think there's a bigger lesson in this. Just like when any other celebrity does anything that could be categorized as a disappointment to people who look up to them. Like, these are regular people. Absolutely. They put on pants just like we do. They use the bathroom just like they got to go to sleep at night. Like, these, these are regular people. And so I think that once we get beyond the idea of that, even if somebody is an advocate, even if somebody is a pastor, even if somebody is the principal of a school, they are liable and nine to- ten times out of ten, they will make a mistake. They're humans. And I think that this is a pretty big mistake to make. Don't get me wrong. But I still don't ever want to look at people and try to make and put them on a pedestal that they can never live up to. There are going to be tons of advocates that don't walk in a light in which we which we want to remember them by. Like, we only praise Dr. Martin Luther King because we ain't talking about him cheating. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of advocates that we've had that have done wrong things. At what point, I think, and they've been talking about this too, and this kind of takes us a little bit off topic, but not really, is this cancel culture. So at what point are we mm-hmm. going to forgive people and give them the grace to... Cause, Cause that's you can do one wrong thing and still turn around and be like I messed up and still be an advocate. Oh, absolutely, and and we've said that think, on the show. Yeah, but like, I think that's the difference between self-proclaiming yourself as an advocate. It's not for you to call yourself an advocate. It's for that community to welcome you back in a space where they feel like you would you would take care of them in a way that they would take care of themselves. I I absolutely agree that, and because you know I don't even operate in this function. Like y'all are just. Y'all celebrities are just everyday people to me. They have lives. I I just don't get caught up in that like this idea that they are better than us whatever. However, I think we'd be remiss to 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 think that like and this was something that and and I'm not saying this because it's Michelle Obama, but the point she was making was um even though you don't sign up to be a role model, you become a role model when you have that type of status. And so again, I don't I don't hold them to a different standard in terms of when I say them celebrities, I don't hold celebrities to a different standard in terms of them being human. Um because like you said, we all make mistakes. Um but for someone of his nature and maybe it's because I follow him and so I see some of the things that he's out here doing, um the way in which you advocate and the way in which he puts himself out there to be a role model. Um, I think I, and and I don't agree. I mean, I agree that it's not, it's not big enough. He's not powerful enough to make this a setback <laughs> for the culture. Um, but definitely has the potential to be a setback for him, for himself as an advocate and for the people that, that trusted him and interested him with that advocacy. Um, And I think that's just where the disappointing part is. And can he bounce back from that? Absolutely. Um, But like you said, we've, we've talked about this cancel culture and, and I know we've specifically talked about the cancel culture on the show, especially as it relates to some of these other celebrities. I know I specifically mentioned like we'd be so quick and not to say that the things that they do aren't wrong because they are, but on the other end of it, the better question is, how can we help them? You know what I mean? Like, how, how do we help them bounce back from this? Because nobody is perfect. Um, so how do we help them move forward from this? Like, when we talk about abusers, domestic violence, we'd be like, oh, this person gone. I heard he did this. Can't fuck with him no more. You know, those types of things. But nobody's talking about getting these people some help. 
Well, I think that the natural thing that we do for people who need help or people who are damaged beyond what people think they can do to repair them is that we send them away to jail because jail is supposed to be rehabilitation. The issue is our jails aren't rehabilitated, our, our rehabilitating centers. And so I think that when people are like they need to go away, I think eventually everybody thinks that that person will go away and get the help that they're supposed to get but that's not the reality in our country in the same way that people think that um oh it was right at the tip of my tongue I completely forgot but anyway one thing I did want to say was that while I do understand that he is a role model or he signed up to be a role model it also makes me think it's it's like we pick and choose who we want to be role models whenever they want to and when and when they don't and when we relish in their imperfections or not like Rihanna for instance, I am a Absolutely. huge Rihanna advocate and I love Rihanna and I love Rihanna because one of the things that she has tried to demystify is the fact that she is a role model. And granted, while she does stand up for things that she does believe in, she still lets y'all no, don't don't do that to me. I am a person. Don't put me up on these pedestals. And I think that's something we should try to do for everybody because nobody is beyond um, repair. And everybody should try to do for themselves because and have a team that can do it with you because that's part of what happened with Rihanna. <laughs> like we got to recognize that she has some folks in that sat her down and got that whole situation together. She took some time for some self-reflection and said, OK, this is who I am and this is who I need to present myself as and this is who I want to present myself as. But we find... <laughs> We find, and I we talked about this week that uh, this this weekend, Kiana. But we find some people just turn into jerks, <laughs> Kevin Hart. Like, yeah, it's okay to own your shit. It's okay to own your shit. And I hope that, however this, however this plans out for Jesse, that that happens for Jesse for the police department. Like, however it plays out, like somebody's got to own their shit. And don't get me wrong either. I think that there should be some ramifications to what happens to Jesse if this is true. And I think that one of those things are, you know, like, oh, it's disappointing that he can lose his career. And rightfully so. And rightfully so. I think that there are more jobs than just being an actor. Like, that don't disqualify you from other jobs in America. And if it's like, hey, we don't think that you're an advocate for this group, there's so many other groups that need advocacy. So I think that... If those are the things that he loses, he'll be fine. And and to be honest, I mean, I mean, this man went and filed a filed a police report. That's a felony. If you lie, that's a felony. Like you, you gonna have to end. You gonna have to face the music on that. This is such a tough space to be in. Um, I'm just going to pray for everybody involved and hope and that hope. hope that God, you know, God sheds light on, on what's supposed to be shed because it always is. And yep. leave it at that. I hope I really hope the truth, the truth, truth <laughs> comes out because it's, it's bad news bears either way. <laughs> I just don't know how much truth I'm expecting from the police and I'm not sure how much truth I'm expecting from Hollywood to orchestrate. I don't I don't know how much truth oh, you can get out of that one. Right. Absolutely. I agree with that too. But that's why I also started with like I'm not just jumping to believe the police department. <laughs> Even if it wasn't Chicago's police department it could be anybody's police department. I'm just not, I'm not jumping on y'all's bandwagon. I think the one thing that I believe for sure is that I don't believe none of y'all. So, I'm going to leave that at that. Yeah. Let us know what y'all think about that topic. I know that y'all are discussing it. Um, I'd, I'd be curious to know. That might have to be another question that we pose. Um, but we're going we gonna to go ahead and jump into this next topic because... I think that one will be good as well. Speaking of amended seals and boxes, um, <laughs> no, I'm just playing. I was about to say in boxes. No, oh, what did you say that it. she wasn't? Um, oh, yeah, that's all right. Yeah, y'all can rewind <laughs> it and hear that. Whatever she You'll said. You'll get it. Um, so this past weekend, I was with a friend, and y'all, this is setting the premise <laughs> for 
what the topic is about to be. So this past weekend, oh, I was with shit. a friend, and um, we were trying to find something to watch on TV. And one of the many common questions that uh, a lot of people are are asking or have answered with little to no hesitation is, what are you currently watching on Netflix? What what series are you enjoying on Netflix? And usually that conversation can open up such a can of worms. It can go from Grace and Frankie to The Punisher to so many different things because Netflix is just doing the damn thing, right? And so this person responds and says, I don't watch Netflix series. And I'm just like, so do you want to start? <laughs> you know, because there's lots of good things out there. And the person that I was with responds, I only watch movies. So then at that point, if you know me, um, I kindly handed the remote over and I said, you do what you will. Okay, because I'm not, I feel like you want me to cuss you out, but I won't let you. I won't let you take me there over some Netflix series and movies. So it did, it probed me to start thinking, you know, there's lots of great series out there. There's so many things that people talk about, that people have blogs about, um, that people, and not even just people who are talking about it, but there's so many creatives who are investing time and series and just specifically Netflix movies because it is the medium that everybody is using to be entertained right now through television. And so the question that brought that this situation brought to my attention was, are your boxes too small? Like the things that, you know, you've experienced, do you think that that's the end all be all? Should you be more open to navigating more things or exploring more things? Because I think if you stumble upon Orange is the New Black, you won't be disappointed, at least not with the first season. You know what I'm saying? Or if you stumbled upon, um... What else is a good Netflix series? I like The Ranch. Have you watched The Ranch? Mm-mm. The Ranch is good. If you stumble upon The Ranch, you know, or or House of Cards. You know what I'm saying? So I'm thinking, like, you are blocking your blessings, my G. You're blocking your blessings <laughs> because you only want to watch movies. And second of all, what person is going to sign up to deal with that type of closed-off mentality for the rest of their lives? And not even so... Not even just about movies or series or TV shows or comedies or dramas or things like that. Just to be that closed-minded in life. And so I just wanted to talk about our boxes and are we limiting ourselves. So let me, um, let me add to that context of... That this is not this is not about preferences because I thought about that I was uh, there when Kiana retold this story I wasn't thankfully there for the moment, um, yeah, but because how and how it was delivered because I I know the person how it was delivered was not about preferences. Um, because I, there's nothing wrong with having preferences. I oftentimes prefer movies on Netflix as well because I just know I'm probably not going to get through a series. Does that mean I'm absolutely closed off to a series? Absolutely not. But I know if I want to sit down and watch something for a couple of hours and have it be done and finished, I might choose, I might choose a movie or a documentary over a series because I just don't have the capacity to start something else. So just to kind of like hammer down like what you're saying, Kiana, this isn't about like preferences because it can be a fine line between preferences and just being completely closed off to other experiences. And I think that's what that's about, where it's just like you're not willing to step outside of your comfort zone. um, And that's where you begin to limit yourself. Right? Yes, I um. I think I I agree with you. Not that I think. I do agree with you. Um, I was also watching this show this weekend called Dating Around. Mm-hmm. And I was telling Courtney and a few of my other other friends about this show. And one of the things I really enjoyed about the show was just the open concept of so many different people that these people are dating. And so many different experiences and so many 
personalities and things that you like or dislike or things that you don't know. And I was just like, I have to open up my boxes just a little more. Um, because I think sometimes we can code our preferences. We can code some of the things that we're not open to as preferences. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. I think a lot of people can do that and say like, hey, this is just my preference. It's just like, but you need to open yourself up. You At least try it. You know what I'm saying? Because I think the thing about a preference is, is you prefer it over the other, but you have to figure out the other in order not to prefer it. So you right. still have to try it. <laughs> so that's my thing. It was just like, instead of just closing myself off to certain things, I need to be more open to a lot of things. And one of them, I think, are the people that I date. I think I date the same types of people over and over again thinking that you know this is my type and I guess I need to let go of that notion of a type and just like who I like for what I like about them and it may not be 100 or the 100% of the things that I like about them it may just be 75% of the things I like about them but all of those things are new and fun and challenging yeah so can you give us an example of something that you may you may have like limited yourself on like an example of a type i guess that you may have limited yourself on that you're now kind of like okay let me put that what i thought to be a preference aside and see if i can open up a little bit more the one thing was just a type i think i mean like like a type describe the type yeah oh (laughs) <laughs> I really can't do that. I can try to. Okay. To my best of abilities. Actually, I don't. I think that there is a vibe that I normally go for. I don't think that there's a certain like body type that I go for. I think it's I think it's a personality thing that I go for. I'm usually attracted to somebody's personality and that meaning um a lot of different things. I think I just try to go off of personality alone. That usually is my type. But I think I need to add not add, but be open to a lot of other things that could also be appealing to me aside from personality. Because the personality is great and it's fun for a friendship, but am I looking for somebody who I can be 100% friends with all the time or somebody that I also want romance with too? You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So there's other things that I need to look for outside of just that friendly personality. Gotcha. Yeah. So I'll make it more general than um, not necessarily for you, but like. How about you answer? You could even. <laughs> there you go. You, you could even talk about it in terms of like when you're on a job hunt. Like, I think a lot of times when people are on a job hunt, they look for very specific things and end up and possibly could end up like missing out on a large opportunity you may have some people like like myself for the longest um I have a tendency if I'm ever on the job hunt I'm not right now um to first look at nonprofits because that's what I'm used to you know what I mean and I and that could be you know that could be a type whereas you just have no idea or using myself as an example I just have no idea what the benefits of, well, some of them I do. <laughs> no, the benefits of what corporate America could offer you um, in terms of pay, experience, network. Uh, sometimes people limit limit their, what they think to be preferences based on location. Like, oh, I only want to be here, here, here. I, I definitely know I do that. Um, but it's just like, until you're willing to try, you might find out, like, I have never considered Seattle before. I'm like, I don't want to go there. Like, for what? (laughs) Why would I do that? But there may be something really great about Seattle. I'm just trying to put it in, like, the simplest forms of where, like, we have a tendency to limit ourselves, not just romantically, um, but just in so many different ways where it's like, like you said, you won't know unless you try. And you really can't have a preference until you try it. I know that I don't prefer tomatoes. (laughs) I don't like them shits. Right. No, thank you. Um, So that's not me being like, I I don't eat tomatoes. I don't eat tomatoes because I don't like them. I've had them. I tried them. But if you like, I don't do series. Have you ever tried them? Have you ever even gotten into them and 
truth be told, I know this person probably has. So, like, <laughs> stop being difficult, you know? <laughs> or just, never mind. Um, no, you got to say it. <laughs> no. I won't give him the satisfaction. Well, what were you going to say, though? Um, nothing. Oh, but yeah, you're okay, right. You're saying. right. You have to open yourself up. Try it. Try it once. You can try anything one time. You can. You really can. And And back to the point of, like, romantically or you know relationships i know one thing that i'm not changing is i want to date a black man i don't know i'm kind of open on that now (laughs) that's, that's me limiting myself but i also know that i have tried not dating a black man oh yeah you have now that i have not so several times like it ain't it's just not my jam it's just not my jam. See, my thing is I'm willing to open up that box to this. I still will only date a person of color. I've tried that too. He yeah. just don't have to be black at this point. Um, <laughs> but yeah, a person of color. I won't, I, won't, I can't date a white guy though. Yeah. But I will be open to dating a person of color outside of my race. And you see that growth there, guys? <laughs> Kiana, right there in that moment, was like, you know, I've changed on that. Yeah, but, you know, I've always been attracted, attracted to other uh, men of color. You sure have. Or not actually thinking of, um, I'm actually thinking of Tish. But you have to. <laughs> yeah, I've always been very attracted to other men of, men of color. So maybe that's something I'll, you know, swipe right on. I don't know. We'll see. We'll Tell see. me how that goes. Are you... I was about to go down a whole different way. What? I was just about to ask you, like, are you are you on the dating scene right now? Are we swiping left and right? I am on the dating scene right now, but I don't know if I should be. Why is that? Um, I just don't think I'm in a place where I'm able to give what I want to receive. Mm. Um... And I and I think about that from like an emotional standpoint. I just don't think emotionally I'm in a space where I can give uh, what I want reciprocated. Because I think if I give the way that my emotions are set up right now, I'll be coming up short. So I don't want anybody else to receive the short end of the stick. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't know if I should be. I'm still debating on that. Um, I think dating recently has been a lot healthier for me than in the past. That's for sure. But other than that, I'm still trying to figure out um, if I'm trying to force something that's not not in my timing right now. Gotcha. That makes sense. It's a journey. Dating is, as as we know, is a journey. It's trash. So, <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, no, that's, that that's was... not to say I haven't met some really nice people. I've met some nice people. I've talked to some very kind gentlemen. I just, yeah, I ain't got nothing to give y'all right now. Have have you come across any that have made you go, oh, I should expand my box? Mm, yes. Okay. Expand my box in a way that, oh, I need more patience. Oh, I need, <laughs> oh, I need kinder thoughts. Oh, I just need more grace. I think given love, it, when you... When you aspire to be in love or you want to be in love, you give love in a lot of different ways. And sometimes it's not just the I love you. Sometimes it's the grace. Sometimes it's the forgiveness. Sometimes it's it's to stand up a little bit later than you had to. Sometimes it's sacrificing things that you don't want to. Love looks very different because love is several different actions. Um, it can be expressed in a multitude of ways. And I don't know if um, I got all those that package yet. I got to work on that mm-hmm. package of love that I mm-hmm. have to give. Because I ain't out here trying to be a selfish lover. Just take, take, take. I know them people. I've been with them people. I don't want to mm-hmm. be that person. And plus, when you get single, when you are single for a while, single ain't that bad. I'm telling you, it's fun. It's happy. It's peaceful. It is. I, I've been saying that. I've been awesome single. I mean, do I have my moments? 
Absolutely, but... But, you know, I stay with somebody. I'm not about to settle my peace. You know, sacrifice my peace just to be just to be in a relationship, just to say that I'm with somebody. Mm-mm. What do my friends be telling me? I be loving these hoes. So that real <laughs> <laughs> that you real do. single single feeling took me a while to get there, just because it's always somebody there. Always. Yeah, yeah. I I think when you get to a point of and I. I say this to quite a few of my friends from experience and not in a way of like, I want all my friends to be single. No, actually, I want you to find the best love that you deserve. And I think in order to do that, you have to spend time with yourself um, and and get to know yourself, especially after being in a relationship and just kind of learning from that experience. That way you can be the best partner you can be in a relationship. And I also think that you kind of set your partner up for failure when you don't know what makes you happy and then you expect somebody else to figure out what makes you happy. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, not a, it's not a guessing game, you know, figure out like, hey, this is what makes me happy. Oh, this doesn't. Oh, well, okay, got that wrong. But you can actually give somebody pretty good instructions that like, hey... These are the things that I like to enjoy. And then that person can come along and make those experiences all the more better, even though you um, even though you you sought out, you know, finding ways to make yourself happy. It's always nice when somebody else can put a twist on the things that you already enjoy. Yes, agreed. All right. Anything else to add to that topic? No, be open. Be open, y'all. Watch Netflix series. They're not bad at all. Find you a favorite Netflix series. Find some people who also watch them. And binge watch them together and talk about it. This episode is brought to you by Sound Ears Media. Sound Ears Media is a multimedia production company based out of Cleveland, Ohio. Sound Ears provides its listeners with weekly curated playlists containing wide-ranging musical selections from the newest release hits to some of the greatest nostalgic classics in music. And Kiana and I are super excited about this new partnership as Bitches Love Brunch will have its own weekly curated playlist so anyone looking for personal playlists to fit your unique vibe dm them on ig at sound ears or on twitter at sound ears underscore or you can shoot them an email at sound ears media at gmail.com all right then so let's move on to tips okay who you got I have two tips. First tip I'm going to give to my friend, Cardi B. I'm going to give Cardi a 60% tip for showing out at the Grammys. Her performance. I haven't seen that. Her performance. It just shows what happens when you give everybody an opportunity that girl, whether she was, where was she born? In the Bronx? Mm-hmm. The Bronx? A girl from the hood in the Bronx? Like, she was born to be a star. And if nobody had, if she, if not, because not even nobody, but if she hadn't taken it upon herself to work as hard as she has, and people have opened up doors for her to give her an opportunity that other people could easily step into, that girl would have never been seen and potential would have been wasted. And she literally was born to be a star based off that performance. And so I'm really proud of her. Second one is going to go, it is going to be a 15% tip. And I don't know what the name of these people are who do this, but the people who name storms, there is a storm named Kiana that's going on right now. It's a winter storm. I've never seen my name spelled like my name for one and two in such a mainstream kind of way. So I thought that was pretty cool that to actually see my name somewhere. And then not just be another black girl named Kiana. All right. Well, um, shout out to those people and Cardi. Um, my tip is going to, I only have one this week. 
I'm giving a 50% tip to Alexis. Um, I wanted to shout her out because she posted... Um, Who's Alexis? A friend of ours. She went to OU. Oh. Your friend Alexis. <laughs> um, she made a post about uh, postpartum. And just, I really, even as someone who is not a mother and who has not had children, I really appreciate it. Um, and love that she just took a moment to really be transparent. And I feel like that there are so many mothers out there who go through that um, and are oftentimes just looking for another story to latch on to and to know that they're not alone. Um, and she would just kind of explain that she has three children. <clears throat> uh, she has an oldest who is, you know, better than I do, five, six, Kiana. Uh, um, I'm going to sound like a bad aunt. Mimi's either five or six. Um, and then she has a set of twins, and so she was just explaining how she didn't really go through those, some of those experiences with her oldest daughter that she did with her twins. And so just to see her share that story from a very, um, I'm sure, relatable, excuse me, perspective, and then I just saw, you know, people commenting and just thanking her for sharing that. Um, I just thought that was, I thought that was pretty awesome um, and and brave and yeah, and all the good things. So, shout out to Alexis for sharing your story. Oh, shout out, Max. She's been doing a... And she's the kind of person, too, that puts all the good things... Well, like any mom does. I think that she was just like, you know, these kids are cute. And y'all commenting that they're cute. But it's a lot that come with this. <laughs> mm-hmm. Alexis has always been that friend. I just always keep it super real, even about her kids or about marriage. She's always is really... Um, realistic and we'll give it to you straight um all right do you have any brunch spots i do not me either okay you want to give them the social media y'all tell us where y'all brunch recently tag us y'all can be the brunch spots for this week um the social media handles you can find us on instagram at bitches double underscore love double underscore brunch you can go on Facebook and you can find our Facebook group at Bitches Love Brunch. If you are listening on whatever platform you're listening on, like, subscribe, rate, review. If you're on SoundCloud, go ahead and follow us. If you're on iTunes, go ahead and subscribe. And if you're on Spotify, is that a subscription? I think it's a I'm follow. Sure. I think it's a yeah, follow. Spotify, I'm not really sure. Spotify doesn't give you the notifications like iTunes. But yes, go do all those things. Alrighty, well that wraps up episode 39 of Bitches Love Brunch. Hope you guys enjoyed and we will see you in a couple weeks. Bye.